0: Good morning and welcome to Revitalise 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I'm your coach, I am your host, Lulu Lincoln. Revitalise 2020 is a daily devotional companion for all modern Christian women. This episode has been brought to you by teachingmums.com. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again on the third day, I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation, I believe that eternal life is real, I believe that the Holy Spirit is Lord and God, I believe in the power of tongues and in the power of miracles, I believe in healing and it's really important for you, um, my darling, to be saved today. So I'm going to go through the prayer of salvation with you and then we will go through the scripture and then we will pray at the end. Okay, let's go. So just for reference sake, I am using the Joyce Meyer Everyday Life Bible Bible. Amplified version and notes and commentary by, yeah, by Mrs. Joyce Meyer. So the prayer of salvation. Hmm. So please repeat after me. I will say a line and then you say a line. Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Your word says, we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the savior of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I'm sorry for my sins and I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Savior. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you thank you father i am so grateful in jesus name amen welcome to the family honey (laughs) so if you just prayed that prayer with me you are now officially the beloved of the lord join your local church find out how they're serving the community in their sunday school seven teas and coffees helping the homeless the worship team If you do not have a a local church that you can attend, a Bible-believing, spirit-filled church, you're welcome to attend the church that my family and I attend, Maranatha Ministries International. The senior pastors there are Dr. Reverend Friedrich Meir and Mrs. Constance Meir. We are in Clapham Common. We meet on a Tuesday night at 7.30, a Friday night at 7.30, a Sunday morning intercessionary prayer at half past 10 and then the service starts at 11 o'clock. You're more than welcome. We'd love to have you. We want as many people in the kingdom of God as possible. That's my personal mission, but it starts with you. Okay, so do join your local church, read your Bible every day, tune in to Revitalize 2020 each morning, and let's encourage one another Grow in the Lord. Spend time with your heavenly Father. He loves you so dearly that all he's ever wanted is for this moment to come where you would be counted as one of his children on the day that he returns for you. Let's pray. Father, what I love most about you is that we don't need qualifications to be considered your child. All we need is The willingness to come to you and accept you as our Lord and Saviour and then you do you do the rest Holy Spirit I ask you to come lead me and guide me help me to speak kindly truthfully and accurately do not let me speak of my own um, opinion or experience help me to speak the truth and divide up the word of God correctly. You are my God and you are my friend. And I thank you for the privilege to be a part of the lives of these beautiful women of God. In the precious name of Jesus, I've prayed, amen. Okay, so you need a notebook. You need a notebook. This is my, there we go, revitalized notebook. I also have my teaching mom's notebook. (laughs) You need a pen. And you need your Bible, baby, get your Bible or get your um, phone. I use a Uversion app. It's so easy and accessible. You can type in a few keywords and it will give you all the scriptures. So if it's easier for you to use your app, use your app or Bible. But you must have the scriptures in front of you. I will read them to you. But I need you to be fully engaged in the session because that's how we are going to grow. Okay, so just opening my notebook. Here we go. So yesterday we were looking at the goodness of God, part one, and today is the goodness of God, part two. Now, really, we could talk about the goodness of God for the rest of our lives. But I'm just I've just broken it down into two sessions so that the amount of scriptures are not overwhelming and you're able to check them later on your own you can pray on your own and remember that the word of god is the final authority and the holy spirit enlightens and inspires us and leads us into all truthfulness and understanding okay so when you're reading the bible if it doesn't make sense or you think well this is this is contradictory to what i feel as a woman or or as a man or as a modern person, ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten you. The Holy Spirit leads you into all truthfulness. It's impossible for the, the Lord to lie. He's not a man that he should lie. Okay, so let's go to the scriptures. The goodness of God. Okay, just looking at my Bible. So today's scriptures are, I'm going to write them down to, Jeremiah. 29 verse 11, Jeremiah, these are all Old Testament first, 33 verse 11. So the first one was Jeremiah 29 verse 11. The second scripture, Jeremiah 33 verse 11. The third one, Nahum 1 verse 7. And then into the New Testament, Luke 12 32. And then 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. And then the last scripture to, of today will be Philippians four, nineteen, Hallelujah. Yeah, it's going to be good today. It's going to be good today because as we read the word of God, you will develop a phenomenal amount of confidence that will allow you to do the things that God has called you to to do let's go Jeremiah who is considered a major a major prophet they're all major but his book is larger than the book of Nahum or Malachi those are considered the minor prophets but not in status just in terms of size and the revelations that they had in comparison to other books in the Bible okay Jeremiah Jeremiah 29 verse 11, for I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Isn't that something? So the Lord is actually desiring to be good to you. No matter what we think of god no matter what we think of him his goodness is um it's indefinite and it doesn't change based on our understanding of him or or his word because what it actually says here um this is the lord speaking through jeremiah's revelation i know the thoughts and the plans i have for you their plans for welfare—that's your well-being. The Lord desires for you to be well, to be at peace, to be, to be full of joy. To you know that might not necessarily mean being comfortable, but He seeks your welfare. He He de- He desires for you to be able to to sleep at night, to provide for your family. He does expect you to have a level of happiness. Now, if the happiness is um coming from enjoying sin the lord does not want that but if the happiness is coming from knowing who you are and being focused in the lord then god desires that for you it's so important to god that your welfare um is in check that your mental health is in check your emotional well-being is in check and the only way to access the goodness of god is to come to god which is why it's so important we always start with the prayer of salvation. Let's get right with God and then we can experience his goodness. One of our verses yesterday was, Oh, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. It's your action. And as you step forward towards the Lord, he can't do anything but release his goodness to you. Amen. Okay, let's keep going. Jeremiah 33, verse 11. Jeremiah 33, verse 11 there shall be heard again the voice of joy and the voice of gladness the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride the voices of those who sing as they bring sacrifices of thanksgiving into the house of the lord give praise and thanks to the lord of hosts for the lord is good for his mercy and kindness and steadfast love endure forever for i will cause the captivity, captivity of the land to be reversed and return to be as it was at first says the lord so the lord is prepared It's a revelation the lord is prepared To reverse those former things and return them to what they were at the beginning. Maybe you started off in life as really confident and carefree. And then the the cares of life destroyed your spirit and your confidence. But what the Lord is saying is that he's prepared to return you, restore things as they formerly were. And that is only because of the goodness of God let's celebrate the lord even if god does nothing else for you today you are alive and well if you are able to access this video you are in probably a country that may be considered one of the wealthiest in the world that's the truth there are still families who do not have access to the internet they don't have access to televisions There are people who are not able to feed and clothe clothe themselves because of poor health. We made it through the night. And that's something that we can really thank the Lord for. That's his goodness to us. And what is being said here is that voices of gladness will be heard again. May voices of gladness and brides, hallelujah, Be heard again in your dwelling place. How about that? Celebrate the Lord, celebrate his goodness, give him his due respect and worship for who he is, not just for what he does. How would you feel if your children only celebrated you when he did something for them? It hurts. And so the Lord desires from us that we would celebrate his essence, celebrate his core, celebrate his, um ha, yes, celebrate his splendor, even if he does nothing for us. Let's keep going. Nahum. Nahum is towards the end of the New Testament. Let me have a look. It is... After the book of Micah, but before the book of Habakkuk. Okay, so these are the minor prophets. I mentioned that briefly at the beginning. Nahum 1 verse 7. The Lord is good, a strength and stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows, recognises, has knowledge of and understands those who take refuge and trust in him. Yeah. Yeah. So the lord is good goodness is his name mercy is his name jehovah is his name strength is his name god can't do anything else outside the circumference of his personality of his will the lord is good and the lord is kind and he recognizes has knowledge of and he understands those who take refuge and trust in him taking refuge in the lord Is um, very similar to and can be likened to if you are in trouble you may call on a friend to help you but what the Lord does is that he helps us in our time of need but he also wants to develop a relationship with us so that when our time of need comes It doesn't hit as hard because we've been building a relationship with him over time. I'll give you a very good example. If you are in a long-term relationship, you are married to somebody, you have built a relationship up with them over time. So if you need their help, it's almost automatic. It's a default position because they love you. But it's much harder to ask a stranger for help because there's no bridge. There's no history and because the lord has loved you with an everlasting love from the beginning of time all he wants from you is to tap in each day to his love to his grace to his mercy to his peace to his kindness trust him so when you need refuge hallelujah come on when you need refuge you already have peace you already have trust you always, already have mercy. You already have confidence. And the Lord will do what he exists to do, which is to be good to us. Do you feel me? New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. We're in the book of Luke. Luke 12, verse thirty. Two, do not be seized with alarm and struck with fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You know, I've read, I've read my Bible through and through and I still don't know half. No, let's be realistic. I still don't know a tenth. (laughs) Um, of the goodness of God and just in that one verse we're being encouraged don't be seized with alarm do not be afraid darling because your father's good pleasure his desire his inclination his leading is to give you the kingdom your father in heaven has a lock and key and if you would draw near to him if you would access his love spend time with him grow with him allow the holy spirit to work on you I can guarantee that there's absolutely nothing that the Lord will not do for you because when he does good things to you people see that and when we tell people that God has been good to us What do you think that does for the Lord? It blesses him and that person may well come to the Lord because of you. Now, I have nothing to boast about. My only claim to fame is that I've been born again. And anything else about me that you may like or enjoy is because the Lord has been good to me. The Lord has been good to me from the time that I was conceived. And he will continue to be good to me until the day that I'm I'm called home. Now, I may live to be 145 years old, just like this. (laughs) But either way, for everything that's happened in between, even though there are lots of good things that have not taken place in my life yet, there are good things yet to come. Some really awful things have happened to us. The Lord's goodness has not changed. The Lord's goodness has not changed. And he desires to give me, he desires to give you, the kingdom, the things that belong to him, he desires to give to his children. Anybody that considers themselves to be a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ is a child of God and therefore inherits everything that belongs to the Father. You just became a millionaire out here. Just like that. First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. The book of Corinthians is after the book of Romans, and Romans is after Acts, and Acts, the book of Acts is after the four gospels. So as we um, read our Bible each day, we'll get more and more familiar with the order. And then it won't take a really long time to find the books you're looking for. Okay. Let's have a look. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Now listen. But on the contrary... As the scripture says, what eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared, made, keeps ready for those who love Him, who hold Him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying Him and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed i read that again but on the contrary as the scripture says what eye has not seen ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of man all that god has prepared made and keeps ready for those who love him who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him, and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed. So God has good things prepared for you. I has not seen, nor has ear heard what God has in store for you. I I can't even imagine the goodness that awaits you today when you go out to work when you go and collect your children from school you go and meet with your friends tomorrow next year in a year two years the lord has laid up goodness for you and it has not been seen yet so if you think god is being good to you now you just wait and see the goodness that he has laid ahead for you that is your inheritance And that is the promise. That has come from the Bible. Every promise in the Bible is for you. It's for me. Take authority. Take responsibility. Get the word of God into your system. So that if you are ever in doubt or you are ever in fear and you are worried about your future, remind yourself the Lord has good things prepared for me. Let's say that. The Lord has good things prepared for me. The Lord has good things prepared for me. Final scripture. First Philippians. I don't know why I said first. There is no first. There's only one. Philippians. (laughs) Philippians 4 verse 19. Philippians 4 verse 19 which is oh here we go it's before the book of Colossians but it is after the book of Ephesians okay Philippians 4 verse 19 really there and my God will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need, according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Yeah, that's what the Lord is prepared to do. He will supply all your needs. There's nothing that you need that the Lord does not already know about. And I charge you today, and this is your call to action ask the lord to show his goodness to you in your life so that you can see it because we've read the word i believe the word but now i'm going to take the lord up on his word and say well father you've promised me to supply all my needs your word says that you will supply all my needs show me your goodness that i may see it in the land of the living let me tell you something sweetheart you will not die you will not die and you certainly will not leave this earth without seeing with your natural and your spiritual eye everything that the Lord has desired for you to have, to taste, to see and enjoy and to do for him. Let it be said of you that you lived long. Come and celebrate my 145th birthday with me. The Lord is good. Those are all the scriptures for today. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to stand in agreement with you for the things concerning God in your life. And then when you go and you leave your home or you get off that bus or wherever you are listening to this, your next step, come on, will be the first best step of many Many to come, not just this year, but as long as you shall live and the Lord has promised you long life, long life, as long as you shall live, may you remember and know and acknowledge the goodness of God. Nothing's too hard for him. (sighs) Let's pray. You can close your eyes you can bow your heads, I will put my hands out to you and I want to encourage you and I want to lift you up that you will dwell in the presence of the Lord daily, that you will grow, that you will nurture, that you will nurse babies, that you will marry well and be happily married in a home full of children, that you will have ministries, that you will bring people to salvation, that you will be wealthy, you will be established in your field, your children will be mentored by the Lord and their peace will be phenomenally great. That your family will be safe. And that your financial welfare will be taken care of by the King himself. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 Lord, would you come in your might, in your splendor and with your strategies to help the beloved of God. And I stand now, Father, not in my own name or in my own strength, but I come in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, the only God that I know, that whatsoever that you have destined and charged for these women of God, for the people of God listening, that that would be the only thing that is permissible in their lives from today forward. Let it be said of them that they live for the glory of God. Let it be said of them that they lived long and well. Let it be said of them that they were financially sound. Let it be said of them that they were mentally sound, free from disease, sickness, depression, oppression father, All manner of anxiety be lifted from them today. All manner of bondage, Father, be lifted from them today that they will prosper and dwell and rejoice and bring thanksgiving to you in the land of the living. Who am I? Nobody. Who are you? You are the King of glory. You are the Lord of hosts. And I thank you today that you are my God And you are the God of these people. Let it be known forevermore that you, God, you, Father, you are wonderful and you are kind and you are good. Reclaim your reputation on this earth, that men would sing your praises and that the women and that the people watching and listening today would hear for the first time of many that you were good to them. And I take nothing with me to glory apart from my salvation. And I charge you, Father, that you would do your will in the lives of these girls, that your hand would be upon them, God. You are so kind, Father. And there are people who need your help. Holy Spirit, would you come? Strengthen me and strengthen them. Give me grace and give them grace. Whatever you've done for me, do a a thousand more, ten times more, a hundredfold more in their lives that they would know you are good. Father, we bless your name and we thank you because there is no God like my God. And there is no Christ anywhere apart from Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And there is no spirit that has power above the Holy Spirit. And we've taken you for granted. And I pray that your women, your babies, your children would rise up today and serve you and love you and walk in your authority And the mandate and the mission set before them from the time that they were conceived. Holy Spirit, you are my very, 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 very present help. And I ask you now, like I do every day, hem us in that we will dwell in safety. Enlarge our territory that we will give you glory. And bring many, many people into your kingdom today through us. In the name of Jesus, I have prayed. Do not let us be disqualified and forget the word and not be doers of the word. May your kingdom come today on earth as it is in heaven. You are my everything, Jesus. And I'm proud to be one of your daughters. Have your perfect way and never leave our sides, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, girls. um, That's the end of the show today. Thank you so much for your time, for lending your ear to me. Um, Thank you for your encouragement and your support. I have received such wonderful love and support for what has been laid on my heart to share with you each day. Be encouraged. Go and make disciples. Go and preach that gospel, baby. Do what the Lord has asked you to do you know where to find me. I'm your sister. I'm your friend. I'm your host. I'm your next step coach. My name is Lulu Lincoln. This is Revitalize 2020, episode nine, part two, the goodness of God. I love you. Bye-bye.